DMV payments are getting more and more common around the world, but adoption in the U.S. lags behind. Why is that? John Dunn, Vice President of Products for IR, joins us. John, what is the status of EMV in the U.S.? There was a key date on October 1 where the liability for fraud losses shifted to the person that is the weakest link in the payments chain from an EMV perspective. And what that means is if you're a merchant taking payments and you do not have the ability to take an EMV payment, that you as the merchant are liable for any losses. Hmm. And that's, that's, that's a big shift. And so what have we seen or what are we seeing in terms of uh, usage, implementation? How, how have we uh, done in meeting that deadline? This is what really astounds me. There was agreement that April 2013 is when the processors would be required to support EMV chips uh, transactions. And so for two and a half years, we've had the ability to process chip and signature transactions in the United States. Yet the rollout at the merchant level and the rollout to card members has been depressingly slow. And I did some research on this. There's a number of different surveys and different market segments that people look at. But on October 1, when the liability shifted, there were 60% of credit cards issued in the US didn't have a chip in them. Now, that means that if I take my card that doesn't have a chip and I go to a merchant that can take an EMV transaction, the liability is with the card issuer. Now, if you drill down into some of those statistics, it says that if you have an income of over $75,000 a year, you're twice as likely to have a card with a chip in it. So clearly, card issuers are being very discriminatory as to where they issue EMV chips to, to to put it where they're going to get the biggest bang for the buck first. So what's the holdup? Why so slow? Well, it's it's astounding um, that it is so slow. I mean, yes, there's a cost of replacing a card. On average, most credit cards get recycled every three years anyway. The incremental cost of putting a chip in it uh, has only got to be pennies because it happens at every other country in the world that um, is is well ahead of the, the market in terms of EMV payments. So it, I'm just blown away at the stagnant nature with two and a half years of forewarning that not only are there 60% of credit cards out there, but about 75% of debit cards don't have a chip in them either. Are we seeing a big disparity between the the large issuers and the small ones? It might be a little bit more cost prohibitive for the small ones. Or, I mean, what do you think is is the the reticence here to get these out? Yeah, it's definitely the big banks leading the charge. When you, you talk about the Bank of Americas, the Chase, the PNCs, etc., they're they're definitely leading the charge on issuing cards with EMV chips in them. And it probably is a, a cost prohibitive element for the smaller card issuers. And they would probably look to integrate that into their natural cycle of technology or card refresh. Um, and I just still can't fathom that if even if you are in your natural rhythm of card refresh, you know, you've had two and a half years forewarning since the processors were able to take these transactions, you would think if you had a, a, any card issued in the last 12 months, for, for sure would have had an EMV capability in it. But that's simply not the case. And rather than having 
you know, a third of cards out there automatically up to speed, it seems to be struggling to, to be at that level. So for comparison's sake, what are we seeing across the world in other countries? Are, is the U.S. way off the pace here? Yeah, definitely. And what we're seeing is the U.S. has moved to EMV transactions with Signature. And some of the, uh, some of the issuers are now offering the ability to get a PIN, which is nice. But in most places in Europe and in Australia, um, you simply cannot make a transaction without EMV and a PIN. Uh, the, the devices don't support it. They won't have a printer to print you uh, a slip to, to sign. You know, things can be fully electronic where it just simply emails you the receipt. There's no place to swipe a card with a mag stripe. And so whilst the US has taken their first step here to EMV with signature, um, the progression to get to PIN, to progress to contactless, uh, is the, the, the market need is there, and it's certainly um, already been accomplished in, in other markets around the world. It's just uh, the first of many hard steps for the U.S. market to take. Join us in our next podcast for part two of our conversation, where we explore what it will take for wider EMV implementation in the U.S., for the latest podcasts on payments, unified communications, and other topics in the enterprise world, visit IR.com.